Well, happy Friday and welcome to Newsmax Daily for 4-14-2023, the 104th day of the year. Today is National Gardening Day, which will likely be celebrated by millions over the weekend or practiced, I guess. I don't know if you actually celebrate gardening day, I guess by planting something. I will probably be putting down mulch tomorrow. I'm not sure if that counts as gardening. It's also National Dolphin Day. Every day is Dolphins Day at my house, as in the Miami Dolphins, but National Dolphin Day celebrates the amazing mammals that they are. Did you know that dolphins give birth tail first? Of course, you know they have built-in sonar, and did you know that there are actually freshwater dolphin or porpoise, such as the Amazon River Dolphin? And that concludes the educational portion of the podcast. (laughs) And you could see dolphins at Fort Lauderdale Beach. The Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport finally reopening today after being closed for two days due to massive flooding. How crazy is that? You can't even begin to imagine how many people's weeks have been ruined. A major airport closed for two days. The airport is much busier than you might think. It is a major hub. If you've never been there or been on a cruise, it's a major, major hub for cruises and international travel. According to the National Weather Service, the airport recorded just under 26 inches of rain in 24 hours on Wednesday. That's like more than some places get in the whole year. And then there was more rain on Thursday. It was a record for Fort Lauderdale, which typically, as you may know, gets a lot of rain in the spring and summer every year anyway. And you know, this has to have a domino effect on the airlines. You know how that goes. So if you have travel today, you definitely want to check before you go. Plenty of news or at least material for the talking heads will be stirred up today when President Trump speaks at the National Rifle Association Convention in Indianapolis. Former Vice President Mike Pence, of course, will be there in his hometown and other Republicans will be at the event throughout the weekend. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will be delivering a video address to the National Rifle Association. DeSantis on Thursday, by the way, signing a six-week abortion ban after the state legislator gave its final approval. The legislation prohibits abortions after six weeks of pregnancy unless it's to save a woman's life or for cases of rape and incest. And the FBI arrested a 21-year-old member of the Air National Guard in connection to the leak of classified documents, a story that we've been talking about for days now. We heard from John Bolton yesterday. Federal agents in an armored vehicle and military gear showed up at Jack Teixeira's home in a tiny Massachusetts town, like it was Mar-a-Lago and arrested the 21-year-old about a week after the first leaks became widely known. Some of them, as you know, not really good for Washington, showing that the U.S. is spying on our allies and also releasing some information on Ukraine. We get more from Greg Kelly. So the documents that he posted online, first he was writing summaries, we're told, just summaries of the stuff, and he couldn't get any of his friends to read it, so then he started posting the actual documents. Let's go through some of the secrets, details on Ukrainian military strength, U.S. intelligence gathering efforts with uh, our allies and adversaries, and U.S. involvement in Ukraine, i.e. special forces on the ground in Ukraine. 
A lot of folks did not know about that. Anyway, this uh, person is in a lot of trouble. The attorney general himself, Merrick Garland, in his own kind of cagey way, made the announcement. This goes on for about a minute, but uh, something a little odd about it. I'm joined today by Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and FBI Director Paul Bate. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. FBI agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. Thanks, everyone. Did he have lawful access to these documents, sir? And he's out. There he goes. Whatever happened to a press conference, questions, answers? He could say no comment. He could say I'm not ready to answer that at this time, but a little something. This is, after all, a democracy. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports. A big part of the story you'll hear about or read about today is that the New York Times was actually there before the FBI. Does that say a lot about the New York Times and their credibility or even more about the credibility or the less of credibility of the FBI? Connecticut Congressman Jim Himms, a member of the Intel Committee, a Democrat on CNN. The New York Times knocks on his door. I mean, I just, you know, I've spent a lot of time around the intelligence community, a lot of time around the FBI. I spent a lot, you know, I have a lot of respect for them. But the New York Times beat the FBI to this person, right? And the reason that's serious is because what if he has suitcases full of documents and he's in the process of sort of sending them out, mailing them out, faxing them out? What if he hands all those documents to the um, to the New York Times? Now we've got sort of an interesting constitutional issue. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still, as you can tell, not exactly a calm about that fact. Could be Hims, Congressman Himes, or Hims. And for more on the intelligence side of this and the leak, former National Security Advisor, retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer on Newsmax. This intelligence leak reveals that the U.S. is spying on our allies, the grim prospects right. for the Ukraine war, and just how deeply involved China is with Mother Russia, among other things. What does a leak like this tell Americans about the Biden regime and its dedication to keeping our secrets secret. Well, first off, Chris, uh, during my time, this information was highly compartmented, highly protected. So the fact that this apparently is available at a routine level, top secret still protected, but I mean, this is the sort of information we would keep completely off the internet and safes within safes. So, so for, that's insane that you would have this sensitive information, if it's true. Now, John Kirby keeps saying we shouldn't be watching it. You know, Chris, we're in trouble. John Kirby's going to yell at us now for talking about this. But um, <laughs> the fact is, this this information should should not be something that's readily available. And I'm telling you right now, something's wrong with this airman. I, airmen at 21 years old do not have this kind of information available to them. This is highly compartmented. It looks like this stuff came from the, 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 the Joint Chiefs, that level. So there's a missing link here. Somehow this kid getting it uh, is is not uh, comporting with 
where it came from. There's something big missing, and that's what we need to look for. Former National Security Advisor under Trump, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer on The Chris Salcedo Show, weekdays at 4 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. I mentioned Donald Trump will speak at the NRA convention today in Indianapolis, this after being back in New York yesterday for another deposition. Not the one related to the Stormy Daniels payment, but the one involving the Trump business and real estate properties brought on by the New York Attorney General Letitia James. Eric Trump, the executive vice president of the Trump organization, was on Newsmax last night. She campaigned on the promise to go after my father. Her exact words. I'm going to go into the office of attorney general every single day. I'm going to sue the hell out of him and then I'm going to go home. I mean, this is what one of the top law enforcement officials in New York is worried about as children are getting shot in the face. And in Times Square, you saw that happen to a little girl as horrible as it is. People are getting thrown in front of subway cars. Crime is absolutely rampant. You can't go into a Dwayne Reed and buy anything because there's so much looting that everything's now locked up. People are moving out of New York State in record numbers, and it's absolutely insane. But they want to punish their political rivals. They want to have them spend a lot of their own money, clearly. They think they can try and break somebody, and I can promise you Letitia James isn't going to break Donald Trump. You know, they want to distract them from not being able to do the job. It's actually backfiring because all of America sees exactly what's happening. Carl, I can't tell you how much money the campaign's raised. I mean, people are furious. And by the way, so many of the people who are actually donating right now are people who have never donated to either campaign before, which is amazing. About 30% have never donated to either the Republicans or the Democrats before. They've weaponized the entire system. Mm. Alvin Bragg is being funded by George Soros, and he's doing his dirty you know, bidding for him. Letitia James is doing it on the civil side. They couldn't get my father with impeachment one. They couldn't get him with impeachment two. They couldn't mess with his Supreme Court justices. They couldn't get him on Ukraine. So guess what they do? They try and go after him civilly and criminally in a different state because they couldn't get him through the executive branch. And, and literally, that's that's where our government is right now. I mean, th- this is the way politics works in this country. Now, I, I, I legitimately think they would be impressing Putin by these tactics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he said Putin. You remember the other day, his father said Putin and Chinese President Xi were smart. Oh, no, it's probably going to be all over the liberal media today. Eric Trump loves Putin. And as he said, the Trump campaign is raising a record amount of money. And if it is coming from new supporters, that would be a telling sign. By the way, the Florida governor, Ronnie D., who isn't officially running, it was released yesterday or the day before, is also raising a lot of money. A new campaign finance report from the Friends of DeSantis Committee shows the governor's organization raised nearly $14 million in February and March. Yesterday, if you were listening closely, not like some people on social media who only hear what they want to hear, if they hear anything, I said there was a new disturbing video, well, it's actually an old video that resurfaced, a crime video featuring Tennessee Democratic Rep Justin Jones, one of the two who were just reinstated to the House after being expelled, while Rob Schmidt went in-depth on that last night because no one else was going to. Time now for news from the left. Tennessee State Rep Justin Jones, of course, being hailed as the hero after being reinstated, after being ousted for breaking decorum on the House floor. But a resurfaced video from June of 2020 obtained by local blog Scoop Nashville shows how this young man behaved before he was elected, engaging in violent protests. You see here in this video, that's him in the hat. Uh, blocking traffic. This was a protest. They didn't want anybody to get by. Nobody can go to work because we want to sit out here and complain. Uh, And then he accosts the driver of that truck with 
one of those big traffic cones. You can see right there on the right, a buddy of his throwing himself in front of a car and then faking an injury. Uh, somebody just trying to get to work. You also see Jones attempt to strike the driver with that cone, which happens right here as the truck driver tries to get away. Watch this. Boom. Throws it at him while he's driving a car. Jones was charged with assault, assault on an officer during the arrest, and reckless endangerment for which he was indicted on two counts after the video was presented to the grand jury in this case. He claims he was never violent, but these are the kinds of people that are getting into government now. Yeah, you likely won't hear anything about that. All you'll continue to hear about is how he was vindicated and how the whole expulsion thing has backfired on Republicans. A completely different situation and story, but you remember the Jesse Smollett fake attack hoax and how most people, including the vice president, never apologized or retracted their statements. Eric Bowling is revisiting the story. Even the current vice president, then senator, made the most inflammatory of statements, tweeting, quoting here, Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempt, an attempted modern day lynching. No one should have to fear for their lives because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate, says Kamala Harris. Well, that never deleted tweet has since been fact-checked. This is completely false. Interesting. So did Kamala Harris ever apologize for smearing Trump supporters? Did Kamala Harris and the rest of the left ever apologize for stoking the flames of racial tension? No, of course not. They simply do what they always do. They look the other way and move on. But you know who didn't believe it at first? Well, comedian David Chappelle didn't believe it. The gay community started accusing the African-American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. <laughs> because we understood that this was clearly lying. And yet, Jussie Smollett, an actor most Americans had never heard of, will forever be remembered as the great race hoaxer. Eric interviewed the two brothers who Smollett paid to conduct that fake attack. If you missed it, you can watch The Balance with Eric Bowling and all the great Newsmax shows on demand at NewsmaxTV.com or on the Newsmax app, which you should have on your phone by now. In sports, the Tampa Bay Rays going for an MLB record of 14 straight wins to start the season tonight in Toronto. If you're a baseball fan, you know, a purist, I totally get it, but as a casual baseball fan. I'm a big sports fan, but baseball is like my least favorite sport. But I think the time clock and some of the new rules are actually helping the game. However, I'm not crazy about making the bases bigger. That would sort of be like making the nets in the NHL bigger or making the basketball hoop bigger or lower. The NHL regular season, by the way, ending tonight and the quest for the cup begins on Monday. The defending Colorado Avalanche back in the playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, my team, and the Florida Panthers both in, Islanders and Rangers both in, phenomenal for New York, Boston, Carolina, Dallas, Vegas, all among the teams in the super exciting NHL postseason. If you are not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, 
DirecTV, Dish, Verizon, and others, as well as your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Roku, Pluto, and more. And as I said, make sure you have the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. Have a fantastic weekend doing the things you love to do. Maybe check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.